In this podcast episode, you'll discover how to reliably and consistently attract new listeners using social media without having to self-promote. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. Hello, my name is Anthony Winery, and in this episode, you'll discover why promoting your podcast on social media doesn't help you get more listeners. Where most podcasters go wrong when it comes to social media promotions, and a totally new and reliable way to turn total strings online into active listeners of your podcast without ever having to self-promote. So after interviewing and coaching 250 plus podcasters, it's pretty clear that the most common way that most podcasters try to grow is using social media. Uh, and to be honest with you, it makes complete sense. Social media is part of our everyday life. It's almost like a second home for most people, right? Most of us are addicted to doom scrolling. You know, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but you know, I've definitely had my fair share and passive doom scrolling, just kind of getting lost in social media. The point is, social media is everywhere and we all use it on a day to day basis. And whether that's, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, no matter what it is, a lot of people are also creating content on these platforms, um, posting, promoting, sharing, overall, just trying to gain some traction. And we're constantly encouraged to you know, post online, work hard, stay consistent, and eventually you'll start to gain traction. Um, but for the majority of podcasters, that doesn't really work. You know, mo- most podcasters either struggle to stay consistent, or maybe they are consistent, but they still struggle to kind of crack the code. My guess is that over the last couple of months, for you yourself, listening right now, you have been promoting, you have been sharing, you have been posting, you have been trying to engage your listeners online, but it hasn't been moving the needle for you. You know, it hasn't really been helping you consistently get more listeners for your show, which is the end goal. Let's not forget that. We're not just posting to post sake, but posting to try to generate some attention online and to convince strangers to listen to our podcast and to hopefully keep them engaged, fingers crossed, with our content doing a good enough job with delivering that value. So let's not get it twisted, right? We're using social media as a tool to get to a specific outcome, which is growing your podcast. And there lies the issue. Most podcasters never really fulfill that goal of using social media as a tool to attract new listeners. This is a spot that most podcasters I speak to kind of struggle with. Um, And it's a spot that honestly leads to more frustration, confusion, uh, and leaves you feeling like you haven't really got that much control over your growth, which is a horrible place to be, to be honest. And if you feel like you're kind of singing to an empty crowd, what's the motivation to keep pushing forward? You know, and yes, maybe it's not completely empty. Yes, I get it. You've got your one super fan, two super fan, maybe 10 super fans who consistently engage with your podcast. And that's great. And that's fantastic. However, we're trying to expand our reach. We're trying to reach new listeners who don't know about our podcast yet. But why is it? So, you know, why is that promoting your podcast using social media rarely works and doesn't help you attract new listeners or attract more listeners for your podcast? Well, if you think about it, right, promoting your podcast on social media 
is a fantastic way to engage your current listeners. It is. It's an amazing way to engage your current listeners. I can't deny that. But it's a terrible way of attracting new listeners to your show. Yes, you might, again, have your loyal listeners who are there, who engage, who love you, who tell you how much you help them. But we both know we're trying to gain more traction online. But here's the thing, and here's why it gets a bit tricky. Social media users sounds very weird calling people that, you know, social media users, people who use social media, whatever. Um, you know, they're not going online to kind of discover new podcasts to listen to. They, they're going on social media because they want to watch a cat video. They want to be distracted. They want to connect with family and friends. They want to do anything other than watching or listening to a 20-minute to an hour-long podcast. They're trying to get their quick fix of dopamine as a way to distract themselves. So again, just to be clear, I'm not saying people won't necessarily click and listen to your show. I'm just saying the majority of people, more times than not, aren't in the mood to listen and commit their time to a 20-minute or an hour-long podcast. That's not the goal for them. So they don't, and they won't, right? And if you think about it, you know, what's the percentage for you, again, listening right now, what's the percentage of promotions and content you see online on social media that you pay attention to, click and engage with versus the percentage of promotions you see online that you totally ignore. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, <laughs> I'm a hard sell. So most stuff I see online, I completely ignore. I, I don't think, I can't remember, like, you know, if you asked me what was the last thing you saw on, online, I couldn't really tell you because I'm just, there's so much stuff going on. There's so much stimulus. And we just tend to ignore things that aren't relevant to us. We just tend to ignore the majority of things that we see. The same thing is true for the listeners we're trying to reach. And that's the unfortunate truth, right? So again, promoting on social media is a great way to engage your current listeners. But it's a terrible way to attract new listeners because the people on these platforms aren't trying to discover new podcasts, period. That That's just, that's just honest truth. But how do we kind of mitigate that? Because this all sounds great and it sounds like, you know, doomy, gloomy. I don't want to be like a moody mug or anything. So I have got some good news. There are things that are in your control. But I'm going to get to that in just a moment. Before I dive deeper into how we can use social media in a totally new way to start attracting more listeners who are engaged, who want to see your content, who view you as an extremely valuable person and someone they look up to and are excited to hear from. Before we dive into that, the whole premise of this podcast is to help you gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing so you can understand the steps you can start taking today to fix that for faster growth. Because I truly believe the earlier you can pinpoint why the show isn't growing, the faster you can get to quicker growth, a bigger audience, more impact, and a monetized motherfucking podcast. Sorry, I had to, but yes. The quick and get some one thousand podcasts with a big audience, etc. So for us, I want to dive deep into where most podcasters go wrong and where you might be going wrong when it comes to promoting on social media. And there's four key areas. The first one is you find yourself promoting to the wrong crowd. Look, it doesn't matter how long, how loud, how often you scream out, check out my podcast about veganism. If you're doing that online and you're promoting to an audience where 10% of your audience are vegans and the other 90% are meat lovers, you're only ever going to convert that fixed number 
that being 10% of your audience. That's fixed. That's not going to grow any more or any less. And it's not your audience's fault and it's not your fault either. But you're simply promoting to the wrong crowd. That's the first mistake. And that's why it's so important to have a clear target audience. That's why it's so important to have a clear target strategy and a USP. That's why it's so important to have a clear identity for your podcast. What you're talking about, who you're trying to help, the problems you're trying to solve. Because when you have that, it's very, it becomes more difficult to promote to the wrong crowd because you know who you're trying to reach and you know where to target. You know, the second mistake that we see podcasters make is promoting to the same audience and expecting the podcast to magically blow up. It doesn't make sense. If you think about it, you're, you're promoting to the same people over and over and over and over again. Um, eventually, if you have an audience size of 10,000 or 1,000, it doesn't matter. You'll hit capacity where it's the same people seeing the same content. Therefore, you're not being exposed to new listeners. And I think where the, the, the issue lies in is when you first launch your show, when anyone first launches their show... You have so much support online, your family, friends, anyone on social media, people are nosy, humans are nosy, I'm pretty nosy, right? You want to see what people are getting up to, so you check it out, and you support it, you share it, you like, they share it, they support it, they like, etc. But after a little while, after the first couple of months of the show being live, you're left with people who are actually interested and those who don't really care. And again, it's not their fault, right? Same way we only engage with things that we care about your family, friends, they can only listen to the podcast for so long. And again, the end goal isn't to have family and friends and people that you know listen to the show. The end goal is for us to attract highly engaged listeners who we are trying to serve. If I have a coaching business, my main priority is finding the ideal listener who might become a client or finding the right listeners who might want to engage with my company or my business or you know want to become part of the community I'm trying to build. It's not about engaging everyone and anyone. It's about engaging the right people. So after a little while posting online, you stop gaining as much traction. Family, friends stop promoting. It's not their fault, like I've mentioned. It's like having like you know a pizza party, and you might have the best pizza party in the world, and you know your entire neighborhood, everyone knows about it. You know they're loyal to you. They shop every single time. They're munching away at the delicious slices, laughing, having a good time. It's great, right? But here's the thing, if your pizza party doesn't grow beyond your neighborhood, you, you can't keep serving the same slices to the same people because it doesn't grow, you know, sure your neighborhood loves it, they keep coming back for more um, and having a good time, but we're trying to expand your party and your reach, so you need to entice new guests to join in on the fun. The exact same principle applies to growing your podcast using social media. If you keep promoting the same crowd, the same crowd are consistently aware of your show. If they're already aware of your show, it's not expanding to new listeners. Your growth will plateau. So for you, it's about expanding that reach to a different audience. So, so far, we've covered two reasons, and I'm going to get into the two more. So, so far, we've mentioned how, you know, number one, you're promoting to the wrong crowd. If you haven't got a clearly defined podcast and you don't know who you're trying to reach and number two you're promoting to the same crowd which of course doesn't help you expand your reach in any way shape or form or in any meaningful way so with that being said there's two more areas where most podcasters go wrong 
when it comes to promoting using social media. But the third one is essentially trying to follow the strategies and methods that celebrities and authority figures use who are playing a totally different game to you. So what do I mean by this? Um, the, e the easiest example I can think of would be sharing your podcast using promotional clips. Yes, it sounds great. It's fantastic. And you might be exploring that right now, which I think, you know, it's great. If you've got the bandwidth for it, amazing. But if you've been listening to this podcast for a hot minute, you know that we're not really fans of social media clips or short form content. Because when you think about it, yes, you might get tons of reach, but you're not really getting listeners. Um, as mentioned before, people who are using social media, they're using it to watch that specific clip not to then listen to a podcast. They just want the specific clip. So it doesn't really convert viewership into listenership. It doesn't convert at a high rate people who see the actual clip to people who actually take the next step and listen to the actual podcast. To me, that's kind of vanity metrics. It's a boost of the ego. It feels good. It's great for exposure, but it's great for exposure alone. I'm trying to grow our client's listener base and to me the metric that i'm focused on and obsessed with is are we actually adding new listeners to the podcast or are we boosting our egos and getting exposure for the clip's sake if you're trying to grow just on that platform great amazing but that's not the end goal for me or my clients the end goal for me and our clients is to get more listeners for their shows so where did this idea that promoting short-form clips online is a great way to grow your podcast? I think it just comes from kind of human nature. We kind of see everyone else doing it. Most celebrities with podcasts promote short-form clips. Um, celebrities like Stephen Bartlett, you might see one of his episodes out. He has a huge following. And you see him doing it, so you think, okay, he's doing that. Other podcasters are doing that who are big. Therefore, I should do that because that's how they're growing. So if I just do the same thing, it gets me, it gets my content that I'm already recording shown to more people. And again, on the surface, that sounds great in theory and it makes sense. But think about it. The celebrities we're copying, they're playing different games. So let me explain. Most celebrities like Stephen Bartlett have massive audiences they already have a huge following. You know, their users are already familiar with him, his content, his show. So for them, when they see a clip from Stephen Bartlett, they're more than happy to dedicate the time to click and listen to the podcast because they're familiar with Stephen Bartlett's name, his brand, his content. But for most indie podcasters who are targeting a new listener and audience base, your name, you know, our names aren't necessarily big enough quite yet. So people aren't familiar with us. They're not familiar with you. They don't recognize your name. Um, so the majority of people you're trying to reach, they might love the clip, but they won't engage with your content because you just haven't built up that brand awareness yet for it to be effective. So imagine you're in a foreign country, right? And you're starving. You've been traveling for the last 13 hours you're starving, you can't seem to find anywhere to eat. Eventually, you find the street, and it's a long ass, you know, it's a long ass street with loads of different restaurants, loads of different names. And in the distance, you see the McDonald's sign. You're 10 times more likely to engage with McDonald's as a brand to go in to grab a Big Mac just because you recognize a brand and it feels 
familiar. Again, you're only engaging with McDonald's because it feels familiar. You might not even like the, you know, your Big Mac, but it just feels familiar, so you engage with it. It's not a risk. You're not, it doesn't take much energy. Again, you just engage. The exact same thing is happening online at scale. So when people see your content, to them taking that next step, if they don't recognize you or the brand, they're not really going to engage. They're far less likely to engage moving forward. They might like the clip, they might engage with the clip itself, but to listen to a 20-minute or an hour-long podcast, it feels to them like a big commitment. Whereas if you're like Stephen Butler or a celebrity, you people already know, people already have that massive interest around you, what you do, as well as the show. So taking that next step for them is far more likely. Again, it's still a lower percentage, not like everyone, but it's far more likely for them because they have that brand recognition or rather that brand awareness. So, the final area that most podcasters go wrong when it comes to promoting their podcasts using social media is essentially this idea of posting everywhere. And again, makes total sense. You know, be everywhere, post everywhere. It's advice we're told all the bloody time, like every day, all day, um, all day and now we hear that. But you're just one person. Um, it's hard enough trying to figure out the algorithm on your own. Right. Again, you're just one person. A lot of these celebrities and authority figures, they have individual teams focused on individual platforms. You know, they have, again, individual teams getting paid tens of thousands each month to focus on one single channel. So how are you an independent podcaster, a business owner, a coach who's already strapped for time? How are you being everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube Shorts, TikTok? On all of these different platforms, how will you figure out the algorithm? How will you actually make headway? We find that most of the time, it leaves you being spread super thin, uh, super, super thin, and it doesn't allow you to go deep enough to figure out how a specific platform works, either Facebook, either Instagram, either TikTok, either YouTube Shorts. That one specific platform, it doesn't give you time to figure it out, and it doesn't give you time to figure out how to engage the users to get them to take that next step to become listeners. That in of itself is a skill that needs to be developed, a skill that needs time, that needs concentration. I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's not easy. This shit's hard, right? <laughs> for, the, for the most part, it is hard. If not, everyone will be doing it and everyone will be doing a smashing job. But it becomes harder when you haven't got focus and concentration on just one platform. And that's why posting everywhere is one of, again, where most people go wrong. So I guess to recap everything in terms of the four key areas that most podcasters go wrong. Number one, they're promoting to the wrong crowd. Number two, promoting to the same audience expecting massive growth. Number three, trying to copy and follow celebrities and authority figures who are playing a totally different game. Number four, trying to promote everywhere i.e being on all social media platforms as a way to maximize exposure and that's where most podcasters go wrong now at this point you're probably thinking and you've done it again cheers mate i appreciate it you've told us why what we're doing might be the wrong thing amazing great you've kind of <laughs> you know amazing for us to pack my bags i should call it a day and you know it was all doom and gloom not quite right and and this is kind of the, the part that excites me more for us it's not that social media doesn't work is that the way most people use social media just isn't effective in turning total strangers into actual listeners 
So what I want to do right now is actually break down the strategy that we encourage a lot of our clients to use. That is what we've found to be the most effective and fastest way to turn total strangers online into actual listeners of your podcast. And it stems from this premise that I want to drill in. Social media is all about engagement over everything else. Again, social media is all about engagement over anything else. Most of us forget that social media is all about engaging over promoting or doom scrolling. And I'm at fault for this. I doom scroll sometimes and I don't like it. You know, 10 minutes go by, then 20 and 30, you're like, what the hell's happened here? It happens, okay? And that's normal and that's fine. However, we have to recognize that social media is a social platform. That's what it's there for, for us to socialize. So for us, what we do is we target online communities. So instead of just promoting to our current listeners and our current audience, we still do that because, again, it's a great way to engage them and it's a great way to let them know that a new episode is out. So don't necessarily stop doing that. Um, I would definitely say focus on one platform because we need it to be focused. And the platform you should focus on should be the platform you're currently getting the highest number of engagement on, period. It's a simple and easy way to make that decision. So we focus on one platform and we still consistently promote our shows. That's fine. But we're not promoting our podcast to our audience with the idea that we're going to grow. No, we're just going to keep doing that on, on its own to keep our current listeners engaged. And what we want to do on this one platform that we're on, let's say it's Facebook or let's say it's Instagram, no matter what it is. We want to find online hotspots where our audience hangs out. So if it's Facebook, we can go into Facebook groups. If my podcast is about marketing, I find groups on marketing. If my podcast is about anxiety, I find groups on anxiety. If my podcast is about productivity, I find groups about productivity. If my podcast is serving, you know, you know, mompreneurs, I target groups. I find groups, online hotspots, online communities where mompreneurs hang out. The point is, Facebook has so many different communities where your listeners will most likely be. So you pick the one platform and you find the online hotspot, online communities where your listeners are. You then want to join those communities and become what we call MVPs. So most valuable players. Essentially, you become a valuable member of that community that the members and other people in the communities are excited to hear about. They're excited to hear from you. And how you do this is by asking intriguing questions, by engaging daily, and by interacting with all the other members. That's how you become an MVP. So you want to do this. You want to find a podcast platform. Sorry, you want to pick one podcast platform. You want to find the online communities where your audience hangs out. You want to become an MVP by asking questions, engaging with the members, and interacting with them. You then want to start posting engaging content related to your show. So if your podcast is about marketing, you want to start asking marketing-related questions. But you don't want to promote your podcast. Again, you're never promoting your podcast. You're simply asking questions and posting engaging content that's talking about the same topic of your podcast, but you're not promoting your podcast. So a question could be, Let's say it's about marketing. You could join the community and ask, what's the number one way you're currently getting more clients for your business? Very simple, right? That is not promoting your podcast. It's simply talking about a topic you might have talked about on your podcast, okay? Now, the goal here is actually qualify potential listeners because if you've got a community of, let's say, 10,000 members, 
20,000 members, 30,000 members, not all of them will be engaged, not all of them will care about your podcast, and not all of them will be potential listeners. So by us posting engaging content related to the podcast, we're essentially qualifying potential listeners. We're thinning out the herd and identifying the people, the members, who we need to connect more with, the members we should give more attention to. And what we want to do is we want to connect with them directly. We want to add them as a friend or start following them. And we then want to reach out directly to them and make a pitch or make a permission-based pitch, which is essentially saying, reaching out over DMs and saying, hey, I saw you like this post. Um, just thought I'd let you know, I actually recently had an episode talking about how you can get X, Y, and Z benefit. So again, you want to position this as a benefit. And then you want to say to them, um, I thought you know, I thought it was worth sharing with you or at least asking if you want me to send over a link because I saw you engage with X content. Um, regardless, you know, this is a shameless plug. And if you're not interested at all, that's totally cool. Just say, Anthony, no, you suck. I hate podcasts. That's totally fine with me. Now, this message is a way to promote your actual podcast without being too salesy, without feeling like you're putting too much pressure on people. Most of the time online, people are constantly trying to be sold to. People are constantly being pitched to. So to us, we have a permission-based pitch where we're keeping it light and we're asking for permission first and letting the person on the other side of that message know, hey, by the way, there's no pressure at all. If you're not interested, you're not interested. And that's totally cool. People appreciate that. The amount of positive feedback we've got from that message from our clients has been incredible. I know it's really that straightforward. Like I'm not trying to kind of exaggerate. It's really that simple. And what you want to do is everyone who engages, you reach out to and you repeat this process. And by doing so, you are essentially finding the right people who are interested in your podcast and then letting them know actively about your podcast. Now, is this scalable? Probably not. If you're getting, you know, 5,000, 10,000 downloads per month or above, you don't really need to apply this specific strategy. Can you? Yes, but you're much better off actually applying it first, seeing and finding out if it works, which it will work, and then delegating it to a team member or hiring a VA at like $3 an hour to just do this daily for you. Again, this is the most reliable and consistent way we've found to turn total strangers online into listeners of our podcast. This is a very simple starting point for anyone at all who wants to feel like they have more grip and control over the growth of their show. But let's say you're at the point where you're getting, you know, 10,000 monthly downloads. At this point, what we encourage our clients to do, and we help them set this up, is you want to form what we call strategic partnerships. Again, strategic partnerships with online communities. So you can find an online community would have 20,000 members, 40,000 members, 50,000 members, maybe 100,000 members. And what you want to do is strike up a relationship with these communities' admin members, right? For them, what they get is credibility, authority, and an additional resource they can give to their audience, that being your podcast. And what you get is consistent exposure and free traffic to new potential listeners. It's, it's, it's again, it's a trade-off, it's a good negotiation. If you're below 10,000 monthly downloads, you can't really negotiate much because you haven't got much leverage. It's not really a great incentive for a you know an admin member who's got 20,000, 50,000 members to partner up with someone who's getting you know 5,000 monthly downloads. So 
you have to get to that point first by again doing the active growth and hibernation stuff but once you pass 10,000 monthly downloads now we can look at forming strategic partnerships so this is exactly how you turn total strings online into active listeners of your show in terms of time investment needed for this and to really make this work 15 to 30 minutes a day seems to work exceptionally well so again you're engaging in these communities you're leveraging online hotspots consistently to expand your reach to build more authority in your space and to actually gain traction fast to a new audience who have never heard of you before that's why i love this because you're leveraging other people's communities that already exist they don't know about your show and you're raising their awareness around your show by actively reaching out to the members who actually care and have engaged with your content so why does this work so well well number one you become an mvp right so you become the most valuable players within these communities now you don't want to just join one because all communities aren't built equally. You probably want to join five and engage with all five. Does it sound like a bit of work? Yes, absolutely. But is it better than just promoting, doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result? I don't think so. I think you just have to just bite the bullet, <laughs> eat shit. It's not a, not, not a nice way to put it. I, I get that, but it's just the truth. I don't want to, again, I want to sugarcoat it and just watch it work. So become an MVP of multiple communities, not just one. Uh, three to five is kind of the sweet spot. Then, you never want to promote in those communities. You don't want to talk about your podcast. You want to just share your podcast. You don't want to promote. You simply want to engage with the right people consistently. You want to then reach out and spread the word to the members who are actually interested in the podcast. You want to reach the right crowd and constantly, again, get more exposure for your show. By sending members a specific episode that you believe they need based on their previous interaction and conversation with your content, to them it feels personalized. You know, you're not yet another person trying to sell them something, trying to pitch at them, but you're asking for permission in a humorous way that lightens the load of the request. And you're trying to add value. You have nothing to sell them. You're just trying to let them know about this podcast that you believe they would be interested in. By doing this, you're taking control over your growth and you're playing by your own rules. You're building more relationships at scale with more people recognizing you, your name, and your brand. Because when you become an MVP of these communities, people are excited to hear about you because they know you're going to add value. They know you're going to spark an interest in conversation. They know you genuinely care. So now when they actually see you after you've been connected for a little while, when they see your name and they see you promoting your podcast in your actual profile, not in the communities, because again, you're promoting your, pro your podcast passively in the background on your profile, but not in the communities. When they see you promoting it, they're 10 times more likely to engage and listen to the show because they recognize your name, they recognize your brand, they recognize your show. They are familiar with you. And that, my friend, is a McDonald's effect at play. So take advantage of that familiarity and attract and galvanize a new audience by leveraging online communities. As always, my goal with this podcast is to give you unfiltered value, give you the raw truth of what we see that's currently working. Um, and giving you a starting point of something we know absolutely work, has been tried, has been tested, period. 
So I hope this has helped you gain a bit more clarity around why your podcast isn't growing and the exact steps you can start taking today to fix that. Because again, I truly believe the earlier you can pinpoint why your podcast isn't growing, the quicker you can get to faster growth, a bigger audience and a monetized podcast. And that is it for this episode. And look, if you haven't already, be sure to go down to the show notes and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing, or typing www.getmorelisteners.com slash book. And of course, what you'll also get is a totally personalized mini show audit. So again, that's completely personalized to you and your podcast. Yes, uh, like I've said a thousand times, this is absolutely 100% a bribe and a way to get you into our world and what we do. My name is Anthony Winery from getmorelisteners.com. You have been absolutely amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you in Friday's recap rundown episode.